Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters too. We are. And our first segment is always interesting names we found since the last episode. And I saw the name Terenia somewhere. T-R-E-N-I-A. I don't remember where. I just keep a name list on my phone specifically for this segment. I saw several sources that said Terenia was a Polish variation of the name Teresa or Teresa. But I haven't really been able to verify that. I don't know if somebody just thought it looked similar, but I would venture to guess that it has more of a relation to the male name Terence because it has more elements in common. Hmm. And that's from the Roman name Terentius, which has no known meaning. Now, I did find a village in east-central Poland named Terenia. So most likely, when it was used, it was a name or a surname for people who came from that village or near it. Now, there's a British actress named Terenia Edwards and a journalist named Terenia Terrace. I just think it's pretty, and I like tea names like Tess and Talia and Tuesday and Terenia. I have very special Tessas and Talias in my life, oh. so that's a really good thing. Okay. Um, I also like the fact that it rhymes with millennia. <laughs> so you can say Terenia like was a millennia. Millennial, millennial, <laughs> terennial. <laughs> okay. Well, my interesting name this week is Yuri. Mm. Yuri is a classic name that originates from either Russia as a male name or Japan as a female name. In Russian, it's a variation on the name George or Farmer. When we think of the name Yuri, older folks or astronaut fans might associate with cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin. The Japanese name Yuri means lily, reason, or village. So again, it could be an alternative to the very popular lily in the U.S. I also like the name Abriel, which is trending on our unique names list. Abriel is a French name meaning God is my strength. It's also a form of Gabrielle. So those are my names this week. Now spell Yuri. Y-U-R-I. All right. So that leads us into the name topic of this episode. Naming Trends We Hate 2022 Edition. The reason I did this is I belong to several Facebook groups that do some name shaming. And I share some of them with our Facebook group. And there's just so many things that are happening that I'm like, oh, my God. So I decided we were going to do a whole episode about it. Well, I would like to say that we did recently receive a letter saying we've been too negative lately on our podcast commentary. And we acknowledge that. But we frequently talk about names we love. We are now singling out trends that rub us the wrong way. That doesn't mean if you followed one of these trends, we hate you or your baby name. (laughs) 
As we always say, if all parents love a name, go for it. And who gives two toots what others think about it? Well, I mean, unless it's really horrible, like Furby Moss. I mean, admit <laughs> it, there are bad names. But yes, these are our opinions and you can take them or leave them on the table. Okay, well, I'm going to start. Mm -hmm. One of my pet peeves in baby naming is two nouns in a row. Changing the spelling does not fix this problem. <laughs> Just this month, we had a triple violation by rapper Eve, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Examples would be like Royal Prince, Wild Rose, Chase Pistol, Snow Angel. <laughs> yeah, and as we said in our episode on dictionary names, that you have to be careful if you have a surname that is a dictionary word like ours that you shouldn't use a first name that's also a dictionary word or it could turn into a joke. Like, if your last name is Baker, don't name your child Cake, obviously. <laughs> and our aunt who married into the family Fern Moss, that was just leafy and unfortunate. You know, it could easily become a joke or a pun name. If your baby's name elicits laughter, chances are it's not laughter of delight, but ridicule. But what about our favorite Olympia Lightning Bolt? Well, Olympia Bolt, mm, it's not really two nouns. Right. It's only the lightning part that makes it a joke. But that's her middle name. Yeah, but her brother Thunder, Thunderbolt, that would be a problem because he would have to introduce himself as Thunderbolt. Yeah, you've got a point. That's not fair to the child. Well, that's good advice, Mal. Okay, I want to bring up the power name slash weapon names trend. And more often than not, they're being used for male babies. It's almost like it's a counter reaction to accepting that gender is a spectrum, like that the parents have to choose these super tough names to validate the maleness of their male child. Examples of this would be like Remington, Colt, Bullet, Dagger, Cannon, Trigger, which is a horse name to me, Sig, although it could be used for Sigmund, I get that, but some are taking it from the firearm brand Sig Sauer. And even Wesson is on the top 1,000 for boys, and I don't think that's referring to the cooking oil. Now, Axe and Axel, I think, kind of belong to this because they're car parts, you know? And even Gage, in a way, even spelled G-A-G-E, but could be referring to a bullet gauge. Now, non-weapon tough names would include things like Maverick, Wild, Riker, because that's like the association with the prison, and I think that's intentional. Blade, Inferno, Bull, mm -hmm. Titan... What if Titan's middle name was Nick? <laughs> Titan Nick. Oh, you're getting more like dad every day. <laughs> yeah. Rocky's another one. How can you not think of the film prize fighter Rocky, played by Sylvester Stallone, when you use the name Rocky? Although I do have a friend who named her baby Rockland and does call him Rocky. So all of these are trying to instill like this super tough characteristic that might or might not be your child's persona. In fact, I kind of feel sorry for these boys who have to grow up with one of these super tough ruffian names. I think, to me, this is my opinion, I think it's planting the seed for toxic masculinity. If not planting the seed, then definitely coming from the same root. 
So, Jen, would you say that God names fit into this trend, like Thor, Odin, Apollo, Atlas, and Zeus? I do. They evoke a feeling of ultimate power. After all, they are gods. However, that's a trend that's also on the girls' side, too, with Athena, Persephone, Artemis, Iris, and Aphrodite. The god names are not as offensive to me because the gods and goddess mythology isn't really rooted in our modern culture. Other than those who appear in Marvel comics, of course. And the fact that they're being used for boys and girls, I think it's just a way to instill general power and confidence into your child that doesn't have a direct association as, say, chaos would have. (laughs) By the way, chaos is a god's name. But in our modern culture, we associate it with the dictionary definition, which means like craziness, pandemonium, mass disorder and confusion and destruction. So why would you want to bestow that on your baby? Uh, Agreed. Chaos is a terrible name in our opinions. Right. Okay, now let's talk about letter substitutions. I think parents think they're being so edgy when they substitute letters for a standard spelling in a name. For example, they change L-Y to L-E-I-G-H, like Emily or Emily. Yeah, and you even say it like elongated, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Or put a Y when there's supposed to be an O or an I, like Addison, Longin, Justin. (laughs) Emerson. <laughs> Similarly, using EE does not make your name unique, like Mallory or Andy. Although, actually, I think Andy is kind of cute. Well, another brand new letter substitute is a J for the letter D, especially when an R follows it, like Drew, J R E W for a substitution for Drew, or Dream, just saw this one, for Dream. Now, that might have come out of a particular dialect, as many substitutions do, or a phonetic spelling, but that is really interesting, and I wonder if it's going to continue. Yeah, I actually do think it's going to continue, mark my words. I think we're going to see more out there. Um, And then there's substituting a K for a C. Now, in some cultures, a C isn't vocalized hard, like in Catherine, so I can understand that. We're talking here in the U.S. like Chloe with a K, which is unnecessary, Crystal, cadence, culture, like that. Especially if it's a dictionary word, you are forever burdening your child to say the phrase with a K for the rest of their lives. That's culture with a K. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. When things are unnecessary, like putting in unnecessary letters in a name just to be different. Like if you were to spell my name J-E-N-N-I-P-H-E-R-R-E. Like <laughs> if it's silent, don't put it in there. That's, again, my opinion. So another thing is putting L-Y at the end of names to create a new name. Ugh. Like Renly, Bravely, Everly, Amberly, Waverly. Wait a minute. Everly is a pretty popular name. I know. And when we posted about Bravely in the podcast group, Dr. Cleveland Kent Evans said it is the first time he had ever seen an adverb used as a baby name. But I think that was unintentional. I think they just wanted to use the word brave and they tacked on the suffix ly to give it a feminine feel. I don't think they meant to use it as a as an adverb. Now, most of the 
names using the ly suffix are being used for girls and it probably comes from names that historically ended in ly like lily emily and molly but just tacking it on looks just i don't know a little strange to me it looks like you're trying too hard to make it a feminized name now a close second to this trend would be lyn like amberlyn bronlyn oakland graceland to me, that's just so Peoria. I mean, no offense. Peoria. Peoria. Yeah. It's just a movie industry reference to, like, standard middle America, you know. We love you, Peoria. It's basic. That's that's the word I wanted to use was basic. Not Peoria. Sorry, Peoria. Yeah, basic. Okay, I have a question. Is the whole X thing over yet? I feel like every kid is now a Braxton, Paxton, Maddox, Hendrix, Nixie Knox, Pixie, <laughs> Alexa, Lexi, Phoenix. Well, we'll stop you right there, and it's obvious where this trend originated. Brangelina. They had a Pax, a Knox, and a Maddox, and then the trend took off. However, Maddox is about 20 years old already. Pax is 18, and Knox is 13. Knox and Vivian, they were twins. Our twins. So yes, this trend is so in, it's out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it onomastically, but... And it won't get your child teased, per se. We're just thinking it's a little dated to the last yeah. decade. Like Nancy, Susan, and Debbie are all dated to the 1950s. Exactly. And to get more granular, the X is often followed by T-O-N, like Braxton Paxton, or L-Y, like Pixley. Who is Pixley? (laughs) There is no Pixley. Yes. And even the surname Jackson has morphed into a name with X's in it. One or two. Who knows? I don't get it. I'll tell you what, another trend I'm not a fan of is alcohol names for children. I think it's setting them up to be teased. Examples include Chardonnay, Champagne, Merlot, Brandy, Tequila. Why would you do that? I mean, if you think it sounds classy, well, it just isn't. Agreed on this one. I'll just say it sounds like a pseudonym that you would use when you have a job that includes a poll and you don't want the customers to know your real name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like the names also that are colors, mahogany, blue, amber. I have to disagree with you on this one. I love some of them like violet and indigo and rose, but I Probably wouldn't go with like orange, navy, or purple, but it all depends. Like blue wouldn't be bad if it also didn't mean depressed. Who's Blue Ivy? That's Beyonce's and Jay-Z's Beyonce's daughter. Beyonce's baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I really wanted to do an entire episode on this next one, but there's not really much to say about it except that I am completely flabbergasted that this is becoming a thing. Lucifer. What? Just that one name, Lucifer. Yes, we know it means bringer of light. And in Roman mythology, Lucifer was just another name for Venus. In Hebrew, it translates to morning star. But in the Bible, this name was given to the angel before his fall from grace and eventually became the name for the devil. And it's associated <laughs> with the devil. And it's Why a, do you have to go, the devil? And it's a synonym for the devil. <laughs> I told you I used to have a client who was an exorcist, but that's a whole nother Oprah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is just another manifestation of the super tough name for boys. 
I mean, you can't get tougher than the devil. <laughs> well, the, God can beat the devil. But that's about the 11 on the scale from 1 to 10. I never thought about that. It could very well be a subset of that trend for sure. I also think its popularity as a baby name might come from the TV series of the same name. Yeah, I would venture to say that's correct. I mean, the TV series Lucifer started a little over five years ago. I think it's on its last season or just completed. It centers around a character named Lucifer Morningstar, played by Tom Ellis, who is DC Comics' version of the devil, and this devil abandons hell for Los Angeles. Ah, good luck with that. If I were driving, I'd go back to hell. <laughs> yeah, we both lived in LA, and I'd say that was a good assessment. I don't know. I've never seen the show. I'm assuming he's an anti-hero like Dexter. Now, the name Lucifer hasn't been on the top 1,000 yet for boys in the U.S. to date, but I predict it will be for the 2021 charts and 2022, maybe further. There was a big brouhaha on the internet because it was picked up in the news that a U.K. couple named their son Lucifer and yet people on the internet had mixed reactions. If someone wasn't particularly religious, they didn't have that association, and their reaction was, who cares? Let them name their baby whatever they want. But then others said there will always be people who identify the name with the devil, and it's cruel to do that to a child. Mal, what do you think? Okay, if you want the name Lucifer, go with Luke, L-U-C. That's a cute nickname. And you don't have to have any I-F-E-R. In fact, I don't really like people whose names end in I-F-E-R. <laughs> okay, don't name your twins Lucifer and Jennifer. <laughs> it's cute, but don't do it. Um, yeah, there are so many great alternatives. Lucius, Luca, and even Lucky. Although Lucky is an expectation name, and you'd have to be careful about that. You know, he's going to end up in front of a judge that's going to make fun of his name. Or her. Or her. And, oh, my God, on the flip side of Lucifer, I don't know how we missed this when we were talking about the social security charts, but number 939 on the girls' side is Halo. Okay, maybe it's after the video game, but, ugh, please don't do that to your child. And finally, a trend I hate, especially for girls, is diminutive, condescending names or nicknames as given names. We're going to cover this in our next episode, Names and Women's Rights. But a quick recap, it will not help your female offspring to give them a name like Pixie, Birdie, Tinkerbell, Silly, Dizzy, Kitty, Teensy, or the worst, Baby. <sighs> now, you might be a Dirty Dancing fan, but even her character's name was not named Baby. That was her nickname. The character's real name was Frances. Can't wait for that episode. A great topic for Women's History Month. Yeah, I'm eager to start working on it. Okay, are we done kvetching about name trends? I think so. So listeners, do you agree with us? Disagree? Have you seen or heard of a trend that you absolutely hate? Let us know. You can join our Facebook group and talk with us and other listeners about this and other crazy name trends. Go to Facebook and search for the Baby Names podcast, or you can email us at podcast at babynames.com. We love hearing from you. Now stay with us, and after a short break, we'll return with the latest celebrity baby news. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. 
Okay, so for top news, we of course need to refer to a Kardashian as everyone is on the edge of their seat waiting for it. Kylie Jenner and rapper Travis Scott had their baby boy on 2-2-2022, two, two, mm. one day after their little girl Stormy's birthday. They have decided to name this baby Wolf Webster, whereas it does not violate the two-noun rule. Wolf, to me, is an overused trend that we are seeing regardless of how you spell it. The only time I would use it is if it were a middle name referencing a family surname. But when it is used as a first name, it references the animal for sure, and that's like naming a baby fox or emu. Oh, please don't get any ideas, listeners. Webster just reminds me of the 80s show with Emmanuel Lewis. It's just kind of a creepy vibe, the whole Michael Jackson thing. Michael Jackson, what did he have to do with Emmanuel Lewis? He he would carry Emmanuel Lewis around, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. All right, then. Supermodel Ashley Graham and husband Justin Irvin have announced the names of their twins, who were born in January. The boys have been named Malachi and Roman. Malachi is a Hebrew name, meaning messenger of God. And I picked Roman in one of our Name Bite episodes. It unsurprisingly means person from Rome. I predict Roman is going to keep climbing the charts. Succession. Succession? What do you mean? It's a character in Succession. I told you that 10 times. You have to start the show. It's so good. Anyway, Anderson Cooper and ex Benjamin Mazzani have welcomed their second child, and it's a boy. They have chosen the name Sebastian Luke, which I think is really classic. Born via surrogate. Well, obviously. The ex-couple have decided to co-parent both of their boys. Sebastian's older brother is Wyatt, named after Anderson's father. Yeah, so I think these are both beautifully classic names, and they did a great job. Me too. Actor Jason Statham and wife Rosie Huntington-Whiteley have welcomed their second child. It seems like we have a lot of second children this month. They named their daughter Isabella James Statham. Isabella, meaning God is my oath, and is Italian in origin. Her older brother is Jack Oscar, born in 2017, and this follows the new trend of using James for girls. Um, Dollface star Shay Mitchell and longtime partner Matt Babel welcomed their second child together. Their first child, daughter Atlas Noah, N-O-A, was born in 2019. That's an interesting name choice. I wouldn't think of Atlas as a gender neutral name. What do you think, Jen? I like it. I like Atlas as a gender neutral name for any gender. FBI actress Missy Peregrim and actor husband Tom Oakley are expecting their second child together. Their first child is a boy named Otis, an English name meaning wealth. I wonder if they got that from Chicago Fire. There's a beloved character on that show nicknamed Otis and then another firefighter named their baby Otis. Yikes, one of my least favorite names, and that's Otis. It reminds me of elevators and a serial killer. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Nick Cannon continues his mission to populate the earth with his seed. (laughs) This time, his girlfriend model, Brie TSE, is pregnant with another Cannon baby, making this Nick's eighth child and Brie's first. We wish this baby and all babies good health and an easy pregnancy. Okay, then. 
Well, everybody knows by now that Rihanna is pregnant. She and her boyfriend, fashion mogul and rapper ASAP Rocky, were seen walking in New York City last month and her baby bump is in full view. Can't wait to hear what this baby's name will be. I've always loved the name Rihanna, though, which means great queen. Great queen. Celeb chef and chop judge Marcus Samuelson and partner Maya Hale revealed that they had another baby. The new baby's name is Grace Ethiopia. Marcus and Maya are both Ethiopian and they wanted to celebrate their country of origin. See, I like that. There is meaning to using a place instead of like Paris just to be trendy. Moroccan. <clears throat> okay. Speaking of another chef and a pretty top pop singer, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra announced that they are parents. They did not share that they were even expecting, but they welcomed their baby via surrogate and have asked for privacy, which we're obviously not giving them. We'll (laughs) fill you in more if and when they release more information on their child. Well, it's not like we're going to be following them around looking for, <laughs> hey, you know. If I told Miranda to, she would. <laughs> <laughs> we're not TMZ. Okay. Singer Michelle Branch and husband Patrick Carney have welcomed a baby girl whom they have decided to name Willie Jaquette or Jacquet Carney. She is named after Patrick's grandmother, Willie Madge. (laughs) That's so cute. And her middle name matches Michelle's middle name, which is also her mother's maiden name. I would venture to guess, though, that Willie Madge, Willie was a contracted or nickname for like Wilhelmina Mm. or Willa. I don't know. I think Willie is particularly diminutive, like Mm. I said before, and I don't like it. Okay, then, actor Brian Austin Green and girlfriend Dancing with the Stars pro Sharna Burgess were seen in Hawaii, and Sharna had a noticeable baby bump. But we'll keep you posted once we know more. I saw him pop up on The Connors, which is a show that I love. It was used to be um, Roseanne. Roseanne's show. <laughs> yeah, but he's like plays this random side character that comes in like every 10th episode. It's really bizarre, but anyway, I like him. I wonder if he's friends with someone who's on it. I don't know, but it's... Kind of like when Brad Pitt was on Friends. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I like him. All right, him actor it. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. I can never pronounce Shia. that. Shia. Shia. LaBeouf. Um, and partner Mia Goth seemed to be expecting as Mia also had a baby bump. Mm-hmm. No announcement has been made yet, but we are also a- eagerly awaiting info. And as we said before, these celebrities are now playing it close to the chest. They are not releasing information about their children. They don't want it to be a big thing. Yeah. They don't want TMZ following them around. So Exactly. Kellen Lutz from the Twilight Saga has announced that he and wife Brittany are expecting baby number two. The actor who played Emmett Cullen learned of the pregnancy while being filmed and later posted that on Instagram. I don't know. Seems like a publicity stunt. What do you think? Possibly so. But speaking of Twilight, there was a mass hysteria when Taylor Lautner pronounced his name Taylor Lautner on TikTok. Apparently, the entire world has been saying Lautner. 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 He says Lautner. It's Lautner. You say Lautner. I say Lautner. Don't tell a person they're pronouncing their name incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, good point. I agree there. 
All right. In the news, we have all been waiting for, at least since the top of the segment, rapper Eve, also known as Eve Jahan Jeffers and husband Maximilian Cooper, are proud new parents. This is Eve's first child, Maximilian's fifth. Mm. The baby, born February 1st, has a very long name. Okay. Wild with an E, wolf without an E, (laughs) Fife with an E. So wild wolf, Fife, Alexander Summers Cooper. Oh, my God. To me, this violates the never name your baby longer than four words, including the last name. You know, if you're the queen, maybe you can name a baby, you know, seven names. But even they name their babies four names. I know. Also, it violates the noun rule, and it takes one word longer, so it's wild, wolf, fife. I mean, why fife? I really hope that's a family name. (laughs) Or do they just want to twiddle the fife? I don't know. Wait, let me go get my fife, or tin whistle, as they call it. Oi, not that. No, 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 Jen, please don't. Okay, some quick baby announcements so we can get on to the next segment. Actress Julia Stiles, one of my faves, had a baby boy with husband Preston J. Cook, and they named him Arlo. Arlo. Nikki Hilton and James Rothschild are expecting this summer. That's going to be one wealthy child. And lastly, country star Luke Combs and wife Nicole will welcome their first child this spring. And now for our last segment. Letters from you, our listeners. You take the first one, Mel. Hi, Mallory and Jennifer. Absolutely love your show. I'm pregnant with my second child and we're having another girl. My husband and I like old-fashioned names, but we're stumped. Our first daughter is Ramona and we both really like the name Rosemary, but we're worried they're a little too similar and we want them to have their own separate names. Do you have any suggestions for old-fashioned, hundred-year names that are not super popular right now? I know that's a current name trend, but surely there's something else out there. Middle name would be Emma, after my great-grandmother. Thank you both, Jessica. I like the name Beverly, like Beverly Cleary. I know she wrote Ramona and Beezus, but I think that would be totally cute to have a Ramona and Beverly. I I do like the name Rosemary, like how to succeed in business without really trying. And it has a great song named Rosemary in it. Hmm. And I think you could do things that are connected, but not too obvious. I mean, who knows about the books Ramona and Bezos now? Children. (laughs) Okay, I say ditch the 100-year name trend that seems to have been trending for about 100 years now. And go with something completely different. How about another children's book character like Eloise? Love it. That would be so cute, Ramona and Eloise. And come to think of it, Eloise is pretty old-fashioned, so you get both categories in there. Other choices might be Madeline or Stella Luna. Stella Luna? I don't mind Luna in that context, actually. Well, no one name your baby Stella Luna. It's a bat. So... It's a nice bat. I like bats. It's a nice bat. You're a nice bat. But my primary recommendation would be Eloise. Eloise Emma. I love Eloise. There you go. Okay, number two. Hi, ladies. I never said anything because it's delightfully feminist that every time you mention Colleen Ballinger's twins on the website or podcast, her accolades are listed and her husband is just her husband. But in case you were wondering, he's also in the Netflix show Haters Back Off. And that's how they met. He's an actor in other things, too. 
As far as their twin names go, I do really like Maisie, but spelling-wise, it's hard to keep track of Maisie I-E versus E-Y versus Y, and I'm not even positive if I'm using the correct spelling here. I think Maisie I-E would be my favorite of the three spellings. Sincerely, Katherine Fraser. So thank you. Um, we I don't think we meant to be delightfully feminist, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but we prefer to be delightfully feminist. And I think IE is the preferred spelling or Y, but I like the Y spelling because it, it matches with Daisy. And I think most people would know how to spell it that way. Maisie like Daisy. That's what you're yeah. doing to that child. I mean, I really like oh, the name Maisie true. too. I like the spelling IE. But if you name her S-Y, then she's definitely going to be like Maisie, like Daisy with an M. Like I was Mallory, like Valerie with an M. But it isn't. It's M-A-L-L-O-R-Y and Valerie's not spelled like that. Yes, but when people need to know what your name is and they can't hear you, that's the way to do it. And prior to family ties, nobody had heard of that. No, now there's a ton of them. I know. I tell you what. Well, thanks, Catherine. And number three. Hello. My boyfriend's name is Temp. He is the third Temp, T-E-M-P, in his family. I can't seem to find anything about the name. Any help would be appreciated. Thank you for your time. Val C. So Temp was most likely a shortened form of a family name, like a surname like Temple, Templeton, or Tempest. It would come from a name for a family that came from or centered around a town that had a temple or a church. It's also a Scottish name originating from the Knights of the Templar. And a Templar is a knight of a religious military order established in the early 12th century in Jerusalem to protect religious pilgrims and the tomb of Jesus. So I think it's Templar. Templar. Yeah. Would I say Templar? Templar, T-E-M-P-L-A-R, right. So I think temp originated as a shortened form of a longer name. And also temp is an abbreviated form of the English words temperature or temporary. That's how we use it in English as an abbreviation. Now back to the origins. Wealthy families liked to show their lineage in baby naming, often using surnames as first names. And they were the first families to do this. Since the surname would come from the father's line, if the mother's family also had clout and power and wealth, they would often use that as the first name. So that could possibly be how Temp originated in this family since your boyfriend is the third. Okay, then. All right. So that's the show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and join us on our Facebook group. It's so much fun. Mallory and I hang out there all the time and we love interacting with our listeners. We do. And stay tuned for our March episode, Names and Women's Rights. Names from space. No space. Women's rights. We're not from space. Well, maybe we are. (laughs) Anyway, love you, Mal. Thanks for joining us. Love you, Jen. Bye. Bye.